What's up, guys? Welcome back to John and Mary's Singing Studio. I thought I'd answer the question today, how do I not raise my larynx when I sing high? So stay around and hear the answer. So, the larynx has to tilt naturally. And when I say naturally, I mean there should be some conscious effort for it to tilt as you sing up higher, but it isn't a forced movement. So, when people say drop your larynx, what they mean is tilt it downwards as you ascend. Uh, you can monitor this by putting your finger on your Adam's apple and simply uh, do a yawn. You can feel it drop. Now, there's a difference between pushing your larynx down with the root of your tongue. So you can distinguish whether you're doing this or not by simply placing your tongue on your bottom lip as far out as you can and gently um, closing your teeth on it, biting it. Don't bite it too hard. Uh, you place it out of your mouth and bite it and then try and yawn without letting go of your tongue with your teeth. And you should be able to feel the larynx dropping without that feeling of pressure at the root of your tongue. Um, now I have two ideas on why people's larynx raises when they sing up higher, and um, the first would be because they don't vowel, they don't vowelize properly, so they ch simply try and stick to a pure vowel as they go up higher. Uh, and then the second thing is that they do not use the soft palate, which is part of the problem with vowelization. They don't use the soft palate uh, enough, or they don't unlock that part of their voice enough because they're simply trying to force it forward to get brilliance and ring on it. So another thing to remember is as you're going from, for example, R on a one and you go one three five on a major triad you have to open out into or oh, so it becomes a blend of ah uh, or oh. that's the only way you're ever going to achieve a, uh, a a beautiful quality note up higher and it's the only real way to assure that there's not going to be any pressure within the voice because the soft palate acts as an absorbent to your sound right whereas your hard palate will reflect it and it will more likely reflect it right down the back of your, right down your throat, right? So when you're singing, obviously you can't place the voice, but you can you can activate certain parts of it to make sure that it is producing and fully resonating healthily and properly, right? So you have to think as you sing of your larynx tilting, as in the beginning of the yawn. And if you just sing straight up a scale, your R should turn into an O, and you should feel your larynx dropping. And if you can't relax while you're trying to do this because you're trying to push it down, then that's a, that's another common mistake, right? So you got to go back and do the tongue exercise. But there's a good exercise that you can do, and you can use na na oi ya oi. Right, and what I did there was I used the Y to blend and drop my larynx into the na oi, and then I 
raise my larynx up for the next one. Yeah. So it's a constant tilting, right? It's a dynamic tilt. It's not like I plant my larynx down on my sternum, down by my sternum, and sing out of that spot all day long because it's just is too much weight in the voice. So you have to learn, as Corelli says, to have a floating larynx. And that's how you unlock the brilliance in your voice. It's how you unlock warmth in your upper register. But it's a slow progression and it's it's harder for tenors to get the larynx to drop from an A-flat 4 upwards to the C, right? Because it's using a lighter mechanism than what you train for a good octave below that. So when you do this, you have to take it very slowly and really concentrate on leaning on your lower back because that'll allow the throat tension to disappear. And if you ever find that you're pushing with the root of your tongue, just stop. So once again, we're going to talk about the breath support on this exercise. So when you go, you should be leaning it on your lower back. And what I literally mean slightly bend forward at the hips, loose knees, right? So you're not standing up completely tall and stiff. You're slightly dynamic and bent forward. You've got the floating rib cage and you've got the tall spine and you feel the thread and buzz on the first note. Nah. And as you follow that, you can literally follow it from, if you imagine the note being at your top of your forehead and dropping down the front of your face all the way to the two bones at the bottom of your neck connecting it to your rib cage that's where you should be feel like you're singing from as you lean forward so is the first transition and the first tilt and then as you go that's the second tilt and then when you go into zor is when you should feel the absolute tilt of the larynx and if you're not quite feeling that yet I would recommend slowly developing it and not trying to add vibrato into it yet just unless you have a free vibrato and it's coming out naturally as the voice is spinning because the larynx is relaxed I wouldn't recommend trying to mimic that vibrato but I would work on the vowelization and leaning process So that concludes the podcast for today. Um, these are my thoughts on the larynx rising as you sing up higher. Is tension in the neck because you're not supporting your breath enough and you're not vowelizing enough to let an open throat be achieved and therefore allowing your throat to relax and therefore your larynx to relax. So some interesting things there for you guys to go out and work on. Uh, I hope this guys helps you very much and I will see you guys next time.